Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Get Over It, the consciousness transforming podcast for exceptional 21st century living. Folks, we have got a very fantastic show. We're going to be speaking with Irvin Laszlo. Uh, he's world famous uh, think tank thinker, and he's actually on my podcast. So it's like, yay, I'm so excited. We're going to be talking about his new book, Connecting to the Source, the new science of spiritual experience, how it can change you and how it can transform the world. And this is perfect timing to have this talk with uh, Mr. Laszlo. Now, the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through blocks and release energy that's no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that is holding you back. But, you know, I always ask the question, are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system. Now, a bit about me for my new listeners. Intuitive since birth, I'm a third-generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting-edge information which enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I'm the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network at 501 C3 nonprofit. I also authored two books. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your absolute best life. Now, my clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help. To find out more about me and the services I offer, go to my website, nesmoniquechapman.com, and I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn. Twice nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize, Professor Irvin Laszlo is a prolific author, co author and editor of more than 100 books translated into over 20 languages. Not to overlook his contributions of hundreds of papers and articles in scientific journals and magazines. A resident of Italy, he is a longtime editor of the acclaimed international periodical World Futures, the Journal of General Evolution. He is the founder of two international think tanks, Club of Budapest and General Evolution Research Group. He is also the founder and director of the Lasso Institute of the New Paradigm, Paradigm Research, and that's a global think tank uh, dedicated to exploring and expanding the frontiers of science and consciousness. You can check him out at either one of his websites, and that is IrvinLaszlo.com or LaszloInstitute.com. Again, IrvinLaszlo.com or LaszloInstitute.com. Welcome, Irvin. Man, money. Good to be with you. Good to chat with you. Oh, it's great to be with you. Now, your book, Reconnect 
connecting to the source is bound to be a bestseller. When I was reading through it, I think that this is your grandest work to date. You've done a lot of grand things. You've got a lot of great information out there. But I think this is going to be your biggest book yet. Why don't you explain to the audience um, what is reconnecting to the source? What is the source and why do we need to reconnect? Okay. Before you get to that, let me say that I just got from the printers the first time that I see the printed version of this book, and I, I still like it, and, and you will be receiving that as well, and it okay. will go on sale, I think, in 10 days. But um, I, I'm, very, I'm very critical, but I think if, if the contents are as good as it looks, then it will really be, perhaps you are right, one of the most important <laughs> books I've written. It's going to be wonderful. I read the content, so I don't know the new cover, but I read the content. It's fabulous. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited to get the press reception already in advance. It was, was very, very good. I'm mm -hmm. doing these interviews like now, practically every day, sometimes several days. I live in Tuscany, you know, in Italy. So mm -hmm. we do it via the Internet or telephone or, or, or Skype or something. But uh, it, it, the connection seems to work fine. Well, you're asking the major questions, of course. What is the source and why do we need to reconnect to it? Let me try to give some brief, concise, but meaningful answers. Okay. The source is simply, simply the world. What the world really is. The universe, which is outside. The universe, which is also inside, because we are connected to the universe. But the whole thing is, the whole uh, universe is, in a way, a system of information, uh, a quantum system, and it's reflected in us, in our thinking, in our consciousness, is at the latest insight. So the source is really reality. Reality as we are now beginning to recognize it, not as passive movement or bits of matter in space and time, but as an evolving overall field very much, very close to the old idea of the Akashic field, but it's a quantum field where all things are connected and we are part of that field and the whole field is moving forward ever since it started with the Big Bang uh, 13.8 billion years ago, mm -hmm. give or take a few million, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's evolving and even though it all looks very turbulent and chaotic, there is a build-up of coherence in the universe, and it's reflected, even it's reflected in the human world, although very often it's masked by all the violence and chaos that we experience, but it's still there. So the source is really us. The source is the reality that is beyond us, that is in us, and why we really need to reconnect, because that is the source, that is the true compass that we can have in the world. That is the way to find our way forward, because we are natural beings, we are a product, we are children of the universe, and we find the, the, the basic idea, the, the uh, dynamic in nature of this universe. We can align ourselves with it. You know, aligning ourselves with nature itself is an old, old idea, but now it's becoming more important. If you can align ourselves with it, then we are not going to create more of this chaos and degradation and all that uh, that we now experience, then we can move forward because the universe is a whole system that on the, on, in general is working toward coherence and mm -hmm. toward coherence, toward against this kind of incoherence. So just to end this, I think, to reconnect to 
universe, to the source, is to reconnect to ourselves, to our deeper selves, and that is the way that we can move forward. Okay. Well, why is it that humans have disconnected themselves, but animals seem to be connected? If you pay attention to animals, they pay attention to the seasons, they, they pay attention to everything that's going on, and they find their way based on what they observe. But it seems like humans, we've forgotten. Yeah, that's, that's the big issue. You know, consciousness at this level is uniquely human. Of course, other animals have consciousness, and some of the higher species, gorillas and chimpanzees, and so have a remarkable already evolved form of consciousness. But this level of consciousness, where we can detach ourselves from the world, and we think that we can create an idea of the world, and that idea can be right, but it could also be wrong. Mm-hmm. Animals don't make mistakes like that. If they make mistakes that, that, uh, that disconnect them from the environment around them, they die out. You know, mm-hmm. there is natural selection. But we can make mistakes and we keep compensating for this mistake technologically and we keep ourselves alive. But in the meanwhile, we are accumulating all these problems around us because we have the freedom to be right but also to be wrong. And that's a tremendous responsibility. But right now, we have chosen a path, the past few years especially, where the wrong, I'm sorry to say, dominates the right. Uh We are moving in the wrong direction. There's a lot of good things happening at the same time, but the dominant course is a very dangerous course toward the deterioration of the environment, toward the change of the climate, toward the tremendous problems of humanity. Of, of, the, uh, of the refugees and the homelessness and the poverty. All these things are together, are putting us at a critical point. We have our consciousness and we could choose the right way, and particularly if we find this natural GPS, which is in us, and, which you can, and we can talk about it if you like, um, which we can find through our spiritual experience. We oh, can cool. contact please, it. Please talk we about can that. Find okay. Well, I think, you know, spiritual experience has been dismissed in modern times as just woo-woo, as something you imagine. But, you know, ancients knew that, and psychologists and great scientists themselves, like Einstein and Pauli and Schrodinger and and Jung and and all those, have very well realized it themselves. Our deepest intuitions reflect something about the world. We are really connected deep down to the world, but on a surface mind, on the surface chatter that we go around, and, and in every day we're just looking for our immediate uh, ways of survival and benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it masks, it overcomes, it, it suppresses these deeper, deeper insights, inspirations that we could have if we would only listen to ourselves. All of Buddhism is about that, letting yourself relax back into yourself, let go in a bit. So all this is meditation, prayer, the aesthetic experience, the experience of nature, the various yogas. All of this is really about finding your deeper self because your deeper self reflects the universe. So I think if you can do that, you will find yourself in a better way. I've asked in this book uh, over two dozen, in fact, I think there are 18 of these key 
eminent people and ask, ask them, did you have a spiritual experience? If they replied, and they, all of these have replied, yes. And I asked them, would you describe it? And you know, most of the people are, are hesitant to describe these experiences. They're very private. And, and it looks like you will be slightly off your, off your rocker in having <laughs> such experiences. But people do, and, and it changes their lives, changes their mind. Mm-hmm. It's something that is very true. It's deeper truth. The great psychologists always knew that. As I said, the great scientists always knew that. So they describe these experiences, and do you know something? That they have changed their mind. They, they, their life, their thinking has been changed by it. Mm-hmm. And it has a remarkable similarity. They come up to the same kind of conclusion. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what the conclusion is? We're all one? <laughs> That's part of it. And how it's expressed, how it feels to be one. Oh, that okay. That's, is that's even deeper. It is. It's the feeling of, of what is the young people today call the unconditional love. Mm-hmm. You know, feeling that we are connected. Yes, we are one, we are connected. And we are, we are, we are living in a friendly universe in a lovely, love-based universe mm-hmm. that the great, great religious has always been telling us. But now there's a scientific angle to that, which I can also address if you like, because there is not just imagination. This universe is running on information that is basically a kind of attraction that we can also call love. Okay, well, tell us about that, please. Well, you know, let me preface it by saying... <clears throat> In modern science for the past 160, 200 years has affirmed a tenet, a principle, which now turns out not to be true. And that principle was that the whole universe evolved and became what it is on the basis of random interactions. One interaction gives rise to the next without anything guiding it, without being any, any deeper reason without it, and without even being connection between one and the other. One just, thing just happens. One darn thing after another, as some philosophers have already said it 50 years ago. But this idea of random interactions giving rise to the universe that we observe, that we inhabit, is not correct because simply the universe and the things in the universe from atoms and molecules and simple organisms and complex organisms and biospheres and planets and, and galaxies. All of this is far, far too complex to have been brought about by random, by random interaction, by random choices between disconnected things. So the old idea that all is connected and all has a deeper motivation moving in a direction is being rediscovered. The only way this universe could have come about, and the only way we could have come about, and our living systems could have come about, is that there is a bias, what you can consider in a kind of, in a positive sense, of course, a bias, something that changes the dynamic of randomness, something that introduces direction. Uh So you call it, in a religious sense, you can call it God, or Nirvana, or, or the Tao, or the great spirit, or whatever, many, many names. You can call it a a deeper psychological sense of who we are, the unconscious. But the fact is that this dynamic impulse in the universe 
exists because not even a simple hydrogen atom would have come about in time purely by a random mixing of the various little particles, little quanta, or, or even simpler things than, than that, moving about in space and time. Uh-huh. Now, the great uh, physicist, uh, Wolfgang Pauli and Max Planck, especially this was Max Planck, uh-huh. said, he said after, after the, one of the last lectures that he gave, he said, I can tell you one thing, after my 40 years of experience working with atoms, there is no such thing as matter in the universe, and there's no such thing as pure chance. chance. He, he said, I'm convinced, he said, that there must be a higher intelligence guiding the neutrons and the protons so that they can make the nucleus of the atom. And mm-hmm. that atom then after all can go together in molecules, and the whole evolutionary process gets underway. And that comes from very high, no, hard no scientists. And Einstein basically agreed with that. He said there must be higher intelligence at work in the universe. We can't explain the way things are purely by chance, you see. So that is to make a, a long story short, even though I'm, I could have made it still shorter, a circle has... It's okay. The fact is <laughs> that, that the, the reason that we are here, the reason mm-hmm. that in 13.8 years ago, years since the Big Bang, the universe that we now observe and inhabit and actually illustrate by our very being that all this is here. It could not have been based on chance. chance. It's based because there is an impetus, an attraction. We know all the laws of attraction. We know the gravitational laws that Einstein discussed, even the general laws and special laws. And we know all that, but we also must recognize that this attraction among things creates complexity, creates coherence. And just before I end this thing, I just want to call attention to this term coherence. You okay. know, coherence is the science equivalent of attraction or belonging. If a system is coherent, all its parts work together. That's the only way a living system can work. Otherwise, we'll be degenerating according to the second law of thermodynamics. We'll be moving all toward randomness, toward entropy. The reason that we are here, that living systems have emerged in the universe, is because we are infused, we are informed by this law, by this impetus toward creating coherent systems. We are a highly coherent system. You know, if any part of our body would stop being coherent, it, it's a, then it's a disease. And that disease, and that any part of it will get together and become a co- create a coherence of its own, detached from the coherence of the whole, then it's a very serious disease. We call it cancer. Mm-hmm. So we know all a really coherent system can survive in this world. And these coherent systems are, have, been, have been created they are all, all levels of the universe are infused with this attraction, or attractor, to use a modern science term, towards coherence, toward the creating alignment among the elements. So this is why we are here, and this is when we are sensitive. We know, we recognize that there is some attraction in us toward others, toward, the, toward nature, then we feel that sense which young people address as, as love, unconditional love. So it, curiously enough, as I said, I've asked these nearly two dozen 
eminent people to describe their experiences, and they don't know about each other's descriptions. They all wrote their own, and they came up with a remarkably similar uh, result. And the last analysis, in the last count, what they, what they left with, what they took away from this experience is this sense of love, of unconditional love, of a deep attraction, feeling that we are part of each other, part of nature, part okay. of the world around us. Okay. And that is a remarkable factor. To me, to me, it's the key factor that can get us past the chaos and the crisis that we otherwise experience. Well, we're definitely experiencing chaos and uh, crisis. I just want to ask you about two things before I let you go. Um, you mentioned that nothing happens by chance, which I agree with. But right now, worldwide, the political system is very interesting. And then also worldwide, we're experiencing this um, phenomenon called the coronavirus. Could you speak to both of those briefly, please? Well, I can say something about the political system. I, I, I'm, I'm puzzled, and I don't know. I don't. Uh, we have to do much more research to understand if there is a deeper reason, a reason for this virus, or is it purely a chance phenomenon? I don't think it's a purely chance phenomenon. That's how it came about. We have to still find out. Mm-hmm. But that it is here it is, is, is a fact, and it shows how strongly we are dependent on each other and on the information that is running the universe, the information is running us. And the political system, of course, is the the key problem, I think, is this idea of putting ourselves first, disregarding the rest, underestimating the the importance of the rest, overestimating our own powers, as it were, and thinking that we are separate. Now, this is a very key term. Coherence is a real key term, as I said. Now, separate, being separate is another key term. Mm-hmm. And here again, I can quote Einstein. He said, separateness, the sense of separateness is an illusion, he said, in so many words. Because it, there is no separateness on the deeper level in, in, the, in this quantum universe. Mm-hmm. So this sense of separateness, we can do. This is our country. This is our people. I mean, never mind the rest. We can do what we want, and if we are stronger, then we just pursue our own interests. That kind of behavior in an interdependent universe is bound to result in conflicts and in chaos. We need to recognize that we are participating in the universe and not dominating it. Mm. And that way, when we're participating, we come back to the concept of being one and being reconnected to source, reconnected to the universe, right? Exactly, exactly. That's, that's what I'm now convinced of more and more, and I'm delighted that I could present scientific evidence coming to quantum sciences, which shows that it's not just imagination, and also that I could show that there are all these examples of credible and ethical people who have described what is happening to them absolutely spontaneously without them planning or wanting it just happened to them happening to them. I think it's happening to many people, probably to most people, if you could only admit it and recognize it. I think um, think it's very important to to recognize that we need to reconnect, and there is something to which you can reconnect. The source is an embracing quantum universe, and we are part of it. We are participating in it. We are are an element, an avant-garde element of its evolution. 
surely there are other intelligence beings in the universe, but there could not be that many so frequent with this high level of consciousness that we have. Unfortunately, we're not using well that consciousness. We're not making the best use of it. And it's time to recognize who we are, what the world is, and how we can live consciously, rationally, to the benefit of ourselves and of all things around us in this universe. Okay. And folks, I, I want to let you know that um, there's been many contributors to this book. Um, among them are Jane Goodall, Barbara Marks Hubbard, uh, Gang Shaw, and people um, have given their reference to the book, their, their praise of the book. And that includes many friends of this show, Greg Braden, Dr. Larry Dossey, um, Christopher Bosch. So, you know, these people sh either share their stories or share insights, and you will see that it's not woo-woo, it's not crazy. The book is written in a very easy to understand uh, language for the layperson, so you don't have to pull out your scientific dictionary to get it, but it's appropriate for what we're going through right now. So if you are a steward of world service, this is definitely a book that you want to have read and have this information because he covers so much. Um, Irvin, is there one last word of wisdom that you would like to share before you go? Well, yes, one, one thing perhaps. I'm just trying to think what comes to mind. Okay. Well, this one thing, that the fact, the very fact of crisis and chaos is not necessarily just a negative factor. There can be no real change unless the old system is weakened, potters, and falls by the wayside. Something new can emerge. Evolution goes from crisis to crisis, but then it finds its way through to a higher level of coherence, higher level of belonging, expressed perhaps by higher level of more love. So I think the fact of crisis today is not necessarily something that should discomfort and discourage us. It is a call for change, and it is a door to our change. We can, we can transform ourselves if we recognize that we need to do so there is a better way that you can exist in this world. So I think what we are going through is a transformation. If you can make it a positive and conscious transformation, then it's the way towards a better, a much, much higher level of consciousness and, and love and existence in, on this planet. Okay, thank you. Well, folks, the book is Reconnecting to the Source, The New Science of Spiritual Experience, How It Can Change You and How It Can Transform the World. If you're looking at healing yourself, healing the world, just putting positive energy out there, folks, this is definitely a book for you. It's going to be available in about 10 days. Um, I already saw it listed on Amazon, so you can pre-order a copy, and that way it's ready to go as soon as it's released. And also, do um, please check out Irvin's website site, and that's IrvinLaslo.com or the LaslowInstitute.com. Was there something else you wanted to say, Irvin? Money, just to say that as always, it's been a pleasure to talk with you, and you're asking the most important questions, and I'm delighted to, to try to hazard some answers to that, but oh. it's very good to share this. Conversation. 
Well, thank you, and you definitely uh, answered. You didn't try. You, you gave us concrete information. And I want to thank you for being with me today, and I want to thank our uh, audience for listening in, too. I'm truly honored, and I appreciate everybody's time and attention. And, folks, if you're looking to shift your vibration and you need a an intuitive consultation to kind of give you some guidance, call me. Intuitive consultations 30 minutes or longer are offered at a 10% discount if you mention a podcast. Love yourself enough to make an investment in yourself. Make that call, 888-240-6057. And remember, the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of reconnecting to source. Abundant blessings, light and love to all. Namaste. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.